I've got something to tell you. Uh-oh. I had dinner tonight. Was it tacos? I had spaghetti. Wow. You didn't like it. Fine. <laughs> All right, give me the details. Who made it? Kayla wanted spaghetti with meat sauce. Okay. And she was holding Grayson, and she was, I was like, well, I'll make it, I guess. And she's like, okay. And I was like, how do I make meat sauce? And she's like, well, we have hamburger meat. Cook that up and then just pour sauce on it and cook the noodles. You and, hurt uh, every part of my body with that sentence, Joe. <laughs> so I did that. I, I cooked up some hamburger meat and put, you know, some onion powder and onions or um, yeah, onion powder, garlic, salt and like uh, oregano in there and cooked it up and poured some sauce over top of it and then made some noodles and boom, spaghetti. Nailed it. First try. I guarantee you didn't put enough oregano in. I'm going to start there. You didn't put enough oregano in. <laughs> I like, I'm telling you right now, I didn't even taste it. You didn't put enough oregano in your, in your uh, yeah. pasta. Uh, probably not enough garlic. So here's where you went wrong. You put in garlic salt. You got to put in garlic powder and salt, Joe. You need the full flavor uh, of the garlic. You can't, can't dilute it with the salt. So that's where you well, went wrong in that. You have to cook the meat in the, like, Brown it enough so that, like, the best way I can compare it is, like, to stew. You know, like, you cook stew meat enough that it's, like, cooked, but you're going to put it in the crock pot for an hour, so it's definitely going to cook, right? Right. You do the same thing with meat sauce, where you brown it enough that, like, it's not going to give you salmonella if you eat it right now, but it's going to cook (laughs) in the sauce. Listen, not a smart man, nor will I probably ever make this again, but I did it. And I ate a tiny bowl of it, and I said, this was fine. I tell you what, for a man that's not a spaghetti fan, meat sauce was a hard thing to jump into. You know, I think I like it better, and it's because it wasn't very garlicky, and it wasn't very basil-y, and I think that that's what gets me, is the garlic and the basil. How do you not like <laughs> basil and garlic? Those are the best flavors! They're fine. You hurt my heart in so many ways, Joe. Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, tired. Yeah, you look like it. You just yawned in the middle of me saying all that, I and I almost laughed. He should have. Uh, it was uh, daylight savings time's the worst on both ends. Doesn't sure matter which one. On both ends, it's the worst. Why do we do it? I don't know. And Army. we're gonna, and we're gonna talk about it later. Uh, but uh, we had the daylight savings time where he lost an hour, and I had the very fun pleasure of like. Ben still wakes up a couple times a night and he woke up at one o'clock uh, and I was rocking him back to sleep and he was being really bad about it uh, last night. He's getting a bunch of teeth um, and I was rocking him and I rocked him from one o'clock until two o'clock, but it wasn't two o'clock anymore, Joe. It was three o'clock when I got back in bed. So I basically was yeah. awake for two hours in the middle of the night. Two for yeah. the price of one, basically. Uh, and uh, so it's uh, it's tough out there in these streets. 
Yeah, it's rough. It is rough. But how was your weekend before we jump into yeah. daylight nonsense? My weekend was, was pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Um, yesterday we did, what did we do? We went shopping yesterday. Um, it is tax return and work bonuses season. So we set a little, little side, little money aside to treat yourself. Um, and I got a pair of Apple AirPod pros. So I had AirPods before and they're nice, but I couldn't mow the lawn with them on because no matter how loud I turned up my phone, like the lawnmower would still drown out. Um, what I was trying to listen to. Don't you have an electric lawnmower? No, Joe, I'm not made of money. I don't have an electric lawnmower. D- you don't have a battery one? No, 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 no. Those were like five hundred or six hundred dollars when I was looking. I have the the base model. I always think you did. Mm-mm. I got a base model like eighty five dollar gasoline guzzling lawnmower. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you get an electric one? It's much quieter. I want an electric one, and I actually my yard's probably a good size for an electric one. Totally. Uh, but that again, it requires me to to commit like seven hundred dollars, six hundred dollars to buying the battery powered one, and I don't want the plug one because the plug one's very annoying to try and like navigate yeah. around your house, and uh, sometimes the plugs in my house don't work anyway. So like then then I'd be screwed. Then the lawn's yeah. not getting mowed. So, um. So I wanted the noise canceling. So I got the AirPod Pros and I have to say the noise canceling's like it's it's very good. It's very very good. Is it? And I learned I was so I was debating whether to get this is first world problems that I'm voicing right now. I was debating <laughs> whether to get Apple AirPods, like the AirPod Pros or to get like a decent set of Bluetooth headphones, like noise canceling right. Bluetooth headphones, right? Like the Sony's MX something something something. Because one, they work with your phone, but they also work with like all my other devices, like the Switch, and I don't know, I'm sure the whatever else can hook up to Bluetooth. Um, so I was debating between that or this one, but then I went online, I did a quick Google, and I found out you can actually pair your AirPods to uh, to your Switch. It doesn't need, it's yeah, just like like any other Bluetooth. It's a new feature. Yeah. So, uh, so it's neat. So I got the best of both worlds. So happy about it. Look at you. Happy about it. So yesterday we went to Costco and I took the first step into being an old man. All right. I started filling my wardrobe with Costco clothes. Ooh, okay. Um, this is the first step I've learned uh, of becoming an old man. So before you're just a man, now you're becoming an old man. <laughs> and I confirmed it. So I bought two sweatshirts and a pair of jeans because the sweatshirts were $10 each and the jeans were 13 Oh, oh, buddy. And they were, I mean... They're they're good, Joe. They're comfy. They're soft. Ten dollars a sweatshirt. Yeah, no, they're hoodies. Hoodies for ten bucks. Ew. I was like, I can't pass this up. Cannot. No. Uh, and then I started talking to my mom today and like explaining this whole thing that like now I'm becoming an old man because I'm buying clothes from Costco. And she goes, I love the clothes from, clothes from Costco. And I said, See this right here, mom. This is an old person conversation between you and me. We're having an old person conversation. <laughs> And I was like, when's the last time somebody came up to you and said that your Costco clothes look good? She goes, oh, people come up all the time. And I said, what age are those people that come up to you? She didn't answer that question. <laughs> I said, no teenager is going to come up and compliment your Costco clothes. And that's when that's great. That's when you know that you've taken that step. So uh, so I did I it. it. I made the leap. But for $10 hoodies, can't beat it. Can't beat it anywhere. Can't beat it. 
No, uh, that's great. So that's good. So we did that yesterday. Um, did a little of this, did a little of that, went out to Costco. Um, and then today we woke up, made some breakfast. Uh, it was eggs and bacon and pancakes because Ben had eggs yesterday. And we don't like to double up on, on day after day. We like to mix it up a little bit. So we had pancakes uh, and bacon and eggs. And then most of the day we just kind of hung out. I went and got a haircut. And let's talk about Michigan weather today, Joe. I'd be remiss if we didn't mention the absolute insanity that was our weather today. Insane. Woke up this morning. It's snowing. Like snowing like December snow. Like not just, oh, a couple of, no, it's snowing. Snowed. I I had my haircut at 1130. I get in the car at 1120. The roads are awful. Like just got awful. I slid through a turn. I slid through a turn. I haven't slid through a turn all season. I bumped, I mean, I kissed the curb. It wasn't like it was anything. I was just going around my neighborhood. Calm down, Vin Diesel. I was going five miles an hour, Joe. Don't give me that. Uh, just drifting all over yeah, the you place. Yeah, know, you know me. I like to take that that Dodge journey and just rip it up. You know, basically a minivan. <laughs> just do those donuts out there. You know me. Uh, and uh, and I, was so, I was so upset. I was like, this is, they have not come out and salted. They haven't come out and plowed. I was so upset because it was 1130 and snowing all morning and nobody had come out to do anything to the roads. And then Ben went down for a nap and he had to be held for like the second half. So like from one o'clock to two o'clock, I was holding Ben. And when I went into the room, roads were terrible. When I came out of the room, completely and utterly melted. Perfect. Day, perfect spring day. Like one yeah. hour. One hour melted the roads, perfect spring day. I was livid. Michigan. Michigan. You know what happened? Backpack blower guy just popped open his trunk and just, just had the, the bag of salt that hung out. Yep. Did the did the entire street top to bottom. Our street, the next yep. street up, all that kind of stuff. Yep. He knew you were going. Uh, and livid. he was like, you know what? Uh yeah, it's crazy. I woke up this morning and looked outside. I was like, Are you kidding me? Like, what is this? Why is this a thing? I don't and know. And then yeah. And then this afternoon. Ridiculous. And then the last Michigan. thing. The last thing I did today, Joe, is uh I don't I don't I want to call it big dad energy, but really it's just adult energy all through and through. I have to go to the city tomorrow and argue my taxes. <laughs> that there's no other way to say that. I have to go to City Hall tomorrow morning and argue that they're paying that I'm paying too much in taxes. Um so what they did is I bought my house two weeks into the pandemic literally two weeks into the pandemic i bought my house like we were already in the process of buying the house when the pandemic started right and we bought the house reasonable reasonably reasonably priced all this stuff good for the neighborhood the mortgage company does an appraisal on it it came out straight up one-to-one like the the as or whatever we were paying for it is exactly what it was worth i was like this is great and what happens when you buy a house, at least here in the United States, I don't know how it is around the world, but when you buy a house, they adjust your taxes to basically your purchase price. Um, and so what happened with our house is the person bought it in the year 2000 and never sold it. So the taxes were like very, very low because they bought it way back when. And then I say way back when 21 years ago. And right. And then they just like the taxes only go up a little bit each year. Not, not like big jumps, but when you sell it, 
they can go up uncapped to 50% of the house value. Okay. Oof. Which, I mean, you just kind of, kind of expect it, right? So our mortgage, we pay our taxes through our mortgage anyway. Um, right. So they had accounted for it. They were planning on it. And so I got a letter like saying, Hey, your taxes went up. And I was like, yeah, we knew this. Like they had explained it, all this stuff. Didn't think twice about it. Then I get a note last October saying, Hey, your mortgage is going up by a crazy amount, like 75%. It was going up. Oof. And I was like, this is nuts. Why do like, why is it this much? And they said, Oh, well you have a tax deficit. So they underestimated my taxes. I was like, that's weird. Like they kind of put this in. Well, it turns out that the city, because of COVID, estimated my house after the housing market exploded. So mm. I bought it before it did, and then they did right. the estimate after. Right. So turns out you can only argue that once a year in March. So I found out really? in like September, I found out that our tax were like this, and I called the county assessor, the guy who does like all the housing blah 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 and he's like yeah sorry you got like two weeks in march that you can argue about this and that's it wow i was like that's super annoying um but he i mean he was really cool it's not his fault but like the whole process is super annoying so i literally had to wait until we got our letter for this year's taxes then call then make the appointment and i had to put together a spreadsheet today and my house you've been here it's not a very big house Right. I live on a street where there are some fairly big houses. Backpack blower yes. guy's got a pretty big house. There's a few houses down the street that are pretty pretty big. The way that our house is assessed right now, they think that our house is the third most expensive house on our street. Good God. Yeah. Like if through all tax I so the the assessor was able to send me all of the like house values for every house in the in the neighborhood. On our street, they said that our house is the third most expensive in our wow. small three-bedroom, one-bathroom house is the third most expensive house on our street. Wow. So it's crazy. It's nuts. So tomorrow morning, I've been waiting for this for, you know, six months now. I get to go to the city and say, I get 15 minutes to hand them my spreadsheet I made and say, listen, look at all these houses that are paying way less in taxes than I am, and the, you guys need to change it. And hopefully it works. You know, so what's your tactic? How are you going in there? You guns blazing it? Like you going in like the hard seasoned lawyer? So it's a good question. I think I'm going to go in level headed. So I got a little background from like the assessor and the people that set up the appointment. So it's three like people from the city. Like they just pick three citizens from the city. They You probably apply. It's probably a whole thing. But they just pick three right. citizens from the city. And they sit on the board and basically like make the calls and say yes or no. They vote and say yes or no. So I already made packets. So I put together a spreadsheet. You, basically, you take comparables is how they value your house. It's a little bit ridiculous right. how they value houses. But like they take houses that look like yours and have the same attributes as yours and say, what did that sell for? Okay, now that your house is probably worth around that. And that's how they value your house. So right. I, I have the original uh valuation from when we bought the house because the mortgage company has to do it so i have that so i'm bringing it and saying hey in you know 2021 when i bought or in 2020 when i bought this this is what it was worth and they're gonna say okay uh and this is what i paid for it and then um not only that but then i take uh this spreadsheet that the assessor gave me 
and I lined up a bunch of houses that are three bedroom, one bath, just like ours. In fact, on our friend DeRosa Street right behind me, there's a house that's 300 square feet bigger, an extra bathroom, and they pay almost $70 per square foot less than we do. Wow. Per square foot. We pay like 190 They pay like 160 or something like Or uh, I'm sorry. We pay like 240 They pay 170 That's what it is. We pay 240 They pay 170 Wow. So I, crazy. I have a couple of like smoking guns of like, look how ridiculous it is. So I put together a spreadsheet of like bedrooms, bathrooms, uh, valuation, actual like what they're taxed at, which is like 50% of the valuation. And, um, and also, oh, selling price or selling date is a huge thing too. That house was sold a month before ours, just one month. And they're paying that much less than what we're paying for buying our house a month later. So, right. Wow. So it's crazy. You know, it's going to happen. What? They're not going to need any of that. No, you're just going to walk in. Like, they, you know, anybody that walks in that office to make an appointment, like, they're just like, yeah, you're good. I honestly, I sat on the phone and made the appointment. And the lady there was like, oh, let me pull up your tax history. She goes, oh, wow you did get like way overestimated, you know, from your, from your selling price. So I'm assuming you want to get back down to your selling price. I'm like, yeah, ideally that's like what we want to get to. Like, <laughs> right. That was the goal the whole time. She goes, wow. Okay. I see that. So this makes sense. You should make this appointment, blah, blah, blah. I called the assessor who I called back in September. I called him back. I'm like, Hey Nick, you know, you and I talked and he goes, Oh yeah. I remember your case pulls it up real quick. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This you're definitely going to want to meet them and, and show these things. Like, so everybody's right. been so like, yeah, 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 you need to do this. I'm assuming I'm going to walk in, hand them the spreadsheet. And they're going to go, what the hell? Yeah. Okay. And that, and that'll be, yeah, it. I hope so. It's, yeah, bring them a thing of donuts too. That's not a bad idea. Although it sucks. And it leads into our topic. We're going to talk about a little bit. I have to wake up early. So normally on Mondays, I take Ben to ba- daycare. Then I come home and get ready for work after I take him to daycare. But right. the meeting is like, it's at nine 30 and I drop Ben off at like eight 30. Right. So like, I won't have time to come home, get ready and then go back out. So I got to wake up early, get ready. And then, yeah. so stuff. Oof. <clears throat> the weekend. What a weekend. It's been one. All right, Joe, give me yours. I took up a lot of talking time there. Uh, what did I do this weekend? So Friday we did. Um, I don't even remember what we did Friday. Oh, Friday after work, I ran and grabbed some dinner for me and Kayla and Cora. And we ate, hung out, didn't really do a whole lot. Just kind of sat around. Um, and it was pretty... I mean, it was a pretty good night. There really wasn't anything crazy that happened Friday night. Um, and then yesterday, Saturday, we... Uh, Oh, we had a rough, I think we had a rough sleepy night with the kids Friday night, maybe. Oof. Um, I think. Uh, but then Saturday, we got up, got around, and we went out to brunch with our friends, Drew and Kara and Matt. We met in Celine and had brunch. It was great. Love a good brunch. Gross. Uh, <laughs> and then they came back over to our house. They live up in Detroit, Ferndale, so they came down to Celine had lunch with or brunch with us and then came back over to our house and just hung out for several hours. Um, then like shortly after they left, Kayla was like, I think I'm going to take Cora over to mom's. And, uh, 
She's like, Cora just wants to see Rowan, her cousin. And I was like, okay. So she t- ended up taking both the kids, Cora and Grayson, and went over to her parents' house for a couple hours. And I like sat around for an hour. I was like, what do, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I would never and, have had that problem, Joe. Yeah. And I did the dishes and folded some laundry. And then I was like, what do I do? Like I said that again. I was like, and I was like, do I do I text Jordan and Josh and see about going over there? Do I do I just sit and play video games? Like, I, it. I like, hold I on, know. hold on, hold on, hold on, Joe, hold on. Yeah, you had multiple hours to yourself, and you didn't like. You didn't have like a full list of things you wanted to get done without any kids around. No. What? Yeah. So I I eventually came down to, um, after debating for like 15 minutes, if I wanted to try to do something, I put on Ted Lasso, booted up Pokemon, played that for like a half an hour, and then Kayla ended up coming back home. So she was only gone a couple hours. Um, And then Cora got ran of the TV again. Um, Fair. Oh, Friday night, we tried to all sleep in the living room. That's what happened Friday night. Oh. How'd that and go? Whenever that ha- oh, so I ended up watching Ted Lasso till like 2 in the morning Friday night. <laughs> I just kept playing. Cora, Kayla and Grayson fell asleep in the rocking chair. And Cora and I were laying on our couch that pulls out. And Kayla was like, I'm going to sleep over here. Like, I'm going to sleep on that couch. And I was like, okay. So Kayla and Grayson fell asleep on the couch and slept for like several hours. Aura, when she's very tired, like has baby mania where she just runs around and like gets mm-hmm. super excited about stuff. And this, she was doing that all night. And finally, at like eleven o'clock, she like stopped moving <laughs> and laid on the couch. And I put on Ted Lasso and watched that, like I said, for like two or three hours. And finally, at like two in the morning, Kayla had already gotten up and pumped again. And like, uh, like I'm just gonna put on the Great British Bake Off. Because it's an amazing show to sleep to. Yeah. And uh, with that, we ended up all sleeping on the couch, but like not sleeping very well. I don't know um, if we've talked about this before. I can't sleep with the TV on. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how any of really? you do it. I can't do it. If the TV's on, I will stay awake. And we did this on in college on accident. I pulled an all-nighter on accident. We were sitting, me, DeRosia, and Florian were sitting in uh, the living room of our apartment uh, in, in college. And in this yeah. in this apartment, when I uh, the one I lived in, we had a TV like right above uh, these apartments were weird, but like this living room kitchen area was all one. Right. And we had a big the fraternity, TV, house. The fraternity house. Right. We had a big TV yeah. mounted like in the middle of it above the sink. All right. Right. And we pulled an accidental all nighter because we were just watching the best of Will Ferrell on SNL. And (laughs) that was back. The best of SNL used to be on Netflix. All of them, all of the best of SNL used to be on Netflix. And we just put on like one and they would auto play. And we just sat up and watched it for eight hours, 10 hours. And then all of a sudden I had to get up and go to stats class at like nine o'clock in the morning. And it was eight o'clock. And I was like, well, it's 8 a.m. I guess I should get ready and go right. to stats. So just uh, like it, it didn't help uh, that place didn't have any windows. Oh no, no, you were, if you weren't sitting, you had a w- one window in your bedroom. If you weren't next to that window, you had no idea what was going on outside. Yeah. No clue. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, we did that yesterday. We like I said, we had the brunch, and then they left and came back, and then yesterday night we just kind of hung out. Um, and today, uh, daylight savings time happened. Um, last night was a little weird because again, that hour switch was insane, and we'll talk about that later. But then we got up this morning, and I made waffles and sausage and eggs. Um, so I made a, a pretty good breakfast for, good. for all of us over here. And then I was like, I got to go find some dress pants. Like, not dress pants, but some nicer pants, because I've only got, like, two on my rotation. I forgot, We haven't even talked about that yet, Joe. You have to yeah. tell, because the last time we recorded a podcast, you weren't starting your new job. Or you were just starting your new job. You hadn't started yet. Yeah. Tell the world what you found out when you walked in on Monday. Yeah, it's a Thai place. I have to, well, like not not like Thai food or, or Thailand. Yeah, or making <laughs> ties at all. You don't make ties. I have to wear a tie, uh, which is very interesting. Um, interesting environment to be in. I was, I was utterly shocked when you texted us that. When you said, oh, I forgot I had to, like, I didn't know I had to wear a tie. I was like, what company yeah. still retire, requires you to wear a tie on a regular basis? That's insane. Yeah. So uh, it's a tie place. Um, I rolled in there wearing just like a tucked button up in black jeans and like nice shoes and uh, a cardigan and everybody's wearing ties. I'm like, oh, this is, this is not right. Wow. I'm not dressed for this place. So I ended up going home on my lunch and changing um, that first day. But uh, yeah, so I was like, well, I only got a couple pair of like nice pants that aren't like suit pants. Sure. Uh, so I was like, I got to go find some. So I, today I went, I took Cora and we went to Target and I found one pair that was in my size and they're black, like not jeans, but not like straight up nice slacks, but yeah. a good like the balance like that you could tuck in a shirt and mm. wear a tie and it still looks good. I want to find some navy ones like that or some dark blue ones like that too. Um, All right, round out my fire. If you're going to be at this company for a long time, and this is a company that you are like, or and this is like the attire you're going to be wearing, you're going to have to invest in some bougie pants. And I'm going to, uh, you're going to have to. And I'm going to get, I'm going to give you what you're going to need to buy. And this is coming from, let's call it the bro side of corporate America. But I'm telling you, they're the best pants you can ever own. And they're Lululemon ABC pants. Okay. Yeah. Lululemon ABC pants. You can get them tailored right now. You can get them tailored in the store for free to your own length. You can wear okay. them literally every day and they look like dress pants. They feel like athletic pants. Okay. Um, All right. The best pants I have ever owned. Jared, do, do you know how much these pants cost? I told you, Joe, you're going to have to invest in bougie pants. This is an investment. This is, I bought mine when I was 21 years old. I am 28 now. I'll be 29 this God, summer. You're getting old. I am. I've had these pants for that long, all right? But, damn it, every time I have to wear dress pants, they're the first ones I wear. Ugh, maybe. I'll look at them. Or, here's another one, a nice alternative that is less expensive. Not cheap, but less expensive. Our uh, Bird Dogs makes pants, too. Okay. And Bird Dog pants are, are just as nice. 
Okay, so one day I want to do an episode all about business, like attire and like rules and shit like that. Okay. Um, I don't know. You're playing in you're playing an old fashioned game. I tell you what. Yeah, it's crazy. So I went and I found these pants from Target. They're called Chino pants. Yeah, is like the style. And you know, there was only like I said one pair of my size. I want to get some navy ones just to round everything out. Um, what I found when I was looking today, I went to Target and found that one. I went to Old Navy and found nothing. They are starting to make. Yeah, I did find these joggers. Ooh, bitch! Ten bucks on clearance. Oh, comfiest pants I've ever Beautiful. owned. That's what I'm talking about. Um, they are starting to make joggers that look like dress pants. Business pants. Yes, they are, and it's glorious. It's amazing. Welcome to the revolution, Joe. Shocked. We're happy to have you. I was shocked, and I was like, "Well, it's because people don't wear ties to work anymore." People don't even go into work anymore, right? It's well, we live in a different age than we did two years ago, three years ago. So throughout this whole conversation, it has dawned on me that boy, you have not shopped for dress clothes in a long time. If you didn't know what chinos were, uh, yeah. So that's step one. Um, wow, you've been like, did you not like just have to wear sweaters and stuff when you went to your old job? Uh, it was so chill, right? Like yeah. I could get away with jeans and a nice sweater and. Totally fine. And then there was days where I like rolled up when, you know, a t-shirt wow. was the company's t-shirt and like totally fine. I remember um, when I first, when I first moved back to Detroit. So when, before I was in Detroit, I was in sales and like when you're going into like offices, you can't, you have to dress up anyway. So yeah. I was used to it, but I was so blown away when I got my first, we'll call it tech job. Um, <clears throat> Because they were so old fashioned compared to every other tech company. Like we still had to wear a dress shirt and dress pants Monday through Thursday and then jeans on Friday. And I was like, yeah. this is nuts. Who has to wear these clothes? Right. Uh, and I didn't even have to wear a tie, but like I had to wear a dress shirt and dress pants. I was like, this is ridiculous. Who's wearing these? Yeah. That was four years ago to come yeah. four years later and after a pandemic and you still have to wear dress clothes. Like, yeah, I haven't. Even when somebody's asked me to put on dress pants, I haven't put on traditional dress pants in, yeah, four years. So in four years. Yeah. Yeah, so this style of pant is, uh, is a good style for me. Like I said, I want to do a whole episode on Love it. business attire um, and, like, business meetings because I think that'd be fun. Uh, but, yeah, so I was like, well, I got to find some, some more pants. So I'm going to go onto the internet and look for a couple pair. Um, and maybe a couple more ties, depending on price, because ties can be pretty pricey too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I did today. I did that, and then came home. I went grocery shopping. Came home and tried to take a nap. And Grayson wouldn't allow it, and Cora wouldn't allow it. Um, and then made spaghetti, and now we're here. Win this thing. I love it. What a weekend, Joe. What a weekend. Before we move on to the main topic. I got a question for you. Yeah. Come. What do you know about college basketball? The ball. Are you aware of what's happening this month? March Madness. Okay. Do you know what March Madness is? That was a good first step. I was honestly afraid that you weren't going to know it. Do you know of it? I okay. know it's a basketball tournament, okay. right? Uh, I hate basketball. Hate it out of all the sports <laughs> in this world. 
Escobar is the one that I'm like, F no. Like, I will not sit and watch basketball at all. Perfect. Joe, I'm making a bracket league and I want you in it. And I want you in it because I want to see how much better you do than the rest of us. Like the rest of us that semi know what we're talking about, or at least like know the colleges a little bit. Like even if we don't watch basketball, like I can't wait to see your bracket and then see how much better it does than everybody else. Is it a money bracket? No, no, we do it for bragging oh, thank rights. God. Yeah. <laughs> thank God. I've done like big, like buy-ins and I, here's the problem. I don't know college basketball well enough to trust myself to put any amount of money on it. I just don't. I don't watch college yeah. basketball that much. So, good. Huh. Good. All right. We'll have to keep the people updated on the on the results, but I need to see how much better you do than the rest of us because I know it's just law of probability that you're going to win it just based off knowing nothing. All right, perfect. I'm in. I love it. Excited. We'll keep the people updated on it. Yeah, yeah. All right, Joe, let's talk about why we're exhausted in so many different ways. Yes. Joe, why do we daylight still do saving. why do we still do it? Why do we still do daylight savings time? Joe. No, no, no. Farmers have technology. Don't need it. It doesn't even really save that much sunlight. Like does it? It's dark right now. I'm looking out a window and it's dark. I it doesn't make any sense to me. Pick a time and stick with it. Damn you, Benjamin Franklin. Damn you to heck. Uh, so let's uh, obviously people don't get out of bed in the morning to hear people talk about daylight savings time. We get that. We understand that this topic yeah. is not what you would consider sexy dad talk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's important to talk about because with kids, it's hard like yeah it's rough it's more than just i would say on the everyday person it's an inconvenience right oh i lost an hour of sleep last night okay you slept the same amount because we all know you slept until 10 a.m like just because you didn't wake up right. at nine like normal like we all know we all get it oh i lost an hour no you didn't you slept it right uh, <laughs> but when it comes to like kids it throws everything off yeah so i want to hear First, I should structure this a little bit. Which one is harder for you, the fall back or spring forward for you and uh, your kids? Definitely, I think I think spring forward. Yeah. Uh, just because it pushes, it, it switches from 2.30 to 3.30. What my phone did. My phone jumped at 2.30 last night. Uh, so it went from 2.29 to 3.30, which yeah. was awake when it happened uh oof because cora was tossing and turning all night um and i was gonna you know get kayla up to pump but i heard her fighting grayson like an hour before so i wanted to let her sleep a little bit so definitely jumping 2 30 to 3 30 sucks um yeah so i think that that one's a little bit more rough what about you so ben has gone through three of these this was yeah. his fourth one okay when he was a newborn it didn't matter at all there was no sleep schedule okay yeah then the spring forward one actually was better for us the first time because he was going huh. to bed 
Ben has always been like an early to bed guy, right? We've talked about that. Yeah. Like there were times when he was like six to eight months old that he, we were fighting him to stay awake till six because he wanted right. to be asleep by five thirty. But if you go to bed at six and he wakes up like every two hours and then he's awake at five o'clock, right? Like we just, right. we were trying to extend it later and later. So the spring forward really helped us there because then he was six thirty to seven instead of five thirty six. Yeah, that was great. Fall back didn't really even notice it, right? Yeah, like he stayed up a little bit later. He was a little bit bigger this time. Didn't really notice it. Like no big deal. Yeah. This time, Joe. This time was a pain. Yeah. Um, for no other reason than it's been a tough month of sleeping with him. Right. I mean, between all the teeth and the mental leap, this has been probably the hardest sleeping month I can remember with him. Oh, wow. Um, and so he like yesterday, we thought we were in the clear because he only slept for 45 minutes and at nap time or like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's rough. But the good news is he can go to bed early because we're going to spring forward an hour. So like even early is not that bad. Right. So we started bedtime at like six yesterday. Um, and he still fought for like, I don't know, a long, like a long time, like 45 minutes to an hour. Didn't fall asleep till his normal time of seven. Then woke up, you know, at his normal time every throughout the night. And then I was awake for the time change as well, because I was awake for the whole thing. And so, and then he was awake at a normal time. It's not like I slept in at all. We were awake at six o'clock. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it really wasn't, too crazy for us like i said i was up at 2 30 when it jumped from 2 30 3 30 then kayla got up to pump at like 4 or 4 30 and i was up then because i took grayson and went in the bedroom that's where it was like that's when it was weird because it was like oh it's like 4 30 like it's almost mm-hmm. five o'clock like i could just stay up like because the day's gonna start because my clocks say so now yeah. yep like um so I went and laid down and was awake for almost, I think until like 6.30. And then Cora was up early. Like she was up at 7.30, which, no, 8.30, which, you know, would have been 7.30 yesterday, which Man, is early for her. What I would do to have Ben sleep until 7.30. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it was more so just hard on us because we haven't slept well the past few days anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. But overall, I mean, the time change, it's not too crazy. It's like, what, quarter to nine right now, which it's now. It's like right now when it's hitting me because I'm like, crap, I got to go to bed because I got to be to work in 12 hours. See, and that hit me last night trying to go to bed, too, where I was like, oh, I'm going to try and go to bed early, try and go to bed early. I laid in bed at like 10 o'clock and then I was awake till 11, like normal. But then it yeah. was 12. Right. Like if you start doing it, you start getting in your head you're like, oh, it's actually 12 right now. So it was midnight yeah. and then Ben woke up at one. Right. And then I lost two hours and then here I was, you know, so this one. It is the. It's definitely harder having kids for that reason, right? Like yeah. I found it and maybe this is the the overall picture is like. I am so much more addicted to our schedule 
than I was than any other time in my life have I been like attached to a schedule because right I mean and for Ben it's it's pretty rigid because like he he just enjoys it that way and that's how he's been yeah. set up right so um but without it you have no like you don't know when you're going to like be able to do the dishes. You don't know when you're going to be able to clean the living room. You don't know when you're going to be able to like get your stuff ready for work the next day. Like all that stuff. You just got to like, right. and, and the like daylight saving time just throws everything out of whack. It really does. And I think as the kids get older, it's going to get harder, right? Because it's going to be, it's going to affect them for a couple of days. I would imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Their sleep schedules thrown off. I mean, unless, unless you let them sleep in on a Sunday and you know, you just kind of call, call your, daylight saving time day a wash and just be like i'm not doing anything on daylight like that mm-hmm. day everybody's sleeping in we're gonna readjust but then but then sunday night rolls around like i said it's quarter to nine i'm wired like i'm yeah, up I'm for re- like two more hours three more hours and you know the kids will be too because they're used to being up late so i want to talk about that too so ben obviously we've talked about i mean at 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 length because the dude like his sleep thing is just crazy Let's talk about Cora. <laughs> yeah. Cora doesn't go to bed. Like he doesn't. And and I, I'm just I'm so curious with the spring forward like that must be just terrible losing an extra like if she's up till 11 now, now it's midnight and that's like yeah. a crazy thing. Yeah, so she's gotten better. She sleeps through the night. He does like roll around. She's not, she's like an active sleeper. Like sure. she doesn't just like lay there. Um, and if you, you know, we've been sleeping with her. So if you leave the bed and says, oh, she's going to get up. Like, like if I were to start sleeping with her and then say, okay, I'm going to move to the bedroom and sleep. Chances are she's going to get up within an hour and like come lay in the bed with you. Um, so she's gotten better about going to lay in her bed. Like, usually 10 o'clock, I could say, Cora, do you want to go lay down? Like, let's grab a Baba, let's grab your blanket, let's grab Elmo, let's go lay in your bed. Mm-hmm. And she'll say, okay. And then she's usually out by, like, yeah, 11 at the latest. Tonight, Kayla's parents came over, and they took Cora with her. With wow. Them. <laughs> Clutch. Yeah. But she, did, she took a 15-minute nap today. So I think she might actually sleep. Um she did also rest for like two hours where she like actively just laid on the floor wrapped up in a blanket was just awake. Mm-hmm. So that might've also re-energized herself. But if she was here, she would probably be up till 11 o'clock midnight. Um, just because like I said, when she gets super tired, that mania kicks in and she just starts like running around the house, playing with toys again. Mm-hmm. She, she will, she might stay up till like 11 or 12 o'clock tonight. Crazy. Once they start school and like the school schedule, like, you know, that's that no go because you got to be up in six hours to get ready to, for school. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's crazy. You're thinking about that already. It, what? Thinking about preschool in the fall? Uh, still she's a little young. two and a half. So yeah. she could do she could do young threes. Um, then eventually start preschool. Which most of those she's got to be potty trained for and she's not potty trained yet. Yeah. I can't wait till we get to that topic on potty training. Ooh, I'm excited too because I that's uncharted territory. We thought Ben yeah. for a minute we thought Ben might be a really easy potty trainer because for a while he was like super telegraphing when he was going. This is parent talk like through and through here. Uh, yeah. he, he was telegraphing when he'd go poop. He would like walk over to a corner and then squat and then look at you 
You're like, you're going back, right. you're going bathroom, aren't you? And then he'd go potty, right? So I yeah. was like, this is going to be easy. As soon as he walks over and squats somewhere, I'm just going to take diaper off and put him on the toilet and we'll just wait for it to yeah. happen. And then he stopped doing that. Of course he did. So, uh, geez. Um, yeah. So, so I definitely think if Cora was here, it would be a really late night, which would suck because I got to get up and go to work. Yeah. You know, Caleb's got to work. The kids got to get up and get around, things like that. Um, I mean, considering how Ben is now, how's it going to be for you guys tonight? I'm hoping better. Um, he's actually been getting better the last week or so, I'd say, with his sleep. Um, now it's just like early mornings that have been rough. So yeah. now the battle is uh, obviously. So we had to delay a little bit the podcast recording. This is behind the curtain, but um, we started bedtime at 630. But that would have been like 530 normal time even though 6 30 is, yeah. is his normal like bath time getting ready getting you know stuff together and then he's normally like going to bed at seven um and we started at 6 30 and he was in the bath until seven because he was just playing with all his toys and just living it up and enjoying yeah. it and did not want to get out and wasn't eye rubbing at all so we got out did a quick bedtime at seven and tried to get him to sleep and like katie spent 20 minutes with him and he was eyes wide open and then i spent 40 minutes with him um rocking him and he was eyes wide open until right about 7 45 which is about his normal time right 6 45 now so right um so <laughs> we'll see i i think it'll be easier because we're not losing an hour now right like yeah. even if he goes to bed at eight ideally he wakes up at seven right, uh, right. so if that happens then then it's all gravy like it all works out um I'll do eight o'clock to seven a.m. every day if that's that's what it takes. But um, we'll uh, we'll just have to see. I think it'll be easier tonight because we're not losing an hour. Um, but then falling back, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that one will, will go. But yeah, it's nice. I think for you because you guys, I say it's nice, quote unquote. But like. You you kind of let Cora decide when she's ready to go to bed and all this kind of stuff. Ben, yeah. If we don't start his bedtime, he just won't go to bed. That's the problem, right? It's really? it's not even like there was a time, and I said this one time, and I think my mom didn't really believe me that like he won't, he just won't go to bed. Um, there was a time they were here when he was like a month old, and he didn't nap a single time throughout the day. Yeah, like we were like, yeah. Ugh we're just going to let him like tell us when he's ready for nap. And then he didn't. And then he didn't nap throughout the day as a one month old. Right. Didn't sleep a single time. I was like, Oh, yeah. Oh wow. Like, yeah, if we don't tell him like it's bedtime, he just won't go to bed. So that's why we have to yeah. kind of stick to the schedule so bad. So it's a little bit tougher. Yeah. Gross. Um, well, daylight savings time sucks eggs. Joe, I think we should start a petition to get rid of it. Pick a time, stick with it. Quit waffling. There's places that don't have it. Lots of places don't have it. It's not needed. <laughs> not needed. It's definitely not. Um, well, speaking of which, it's about our time. Let's wrap it up. You get out of here. Let these people go. Um, thank you all so much for listening to us. Uh, we appreciate it. We just babbled on about daylight savings time. And hey, hopefully not affecting you all out there um we appreciate you all so much if you haven't already uh you know give us a rate give us a subscribe 
shoot us an email. Um, that would be neat. Tell somebody about us. That'd be cool. That would be cool. And um, and <laughs> thanks to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. Uh, we appreciate them and go check out their stuff if you haven't already. And hey, if you haven't yet, go follow us on our social medias. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, if the episode comes out right at 6 a.m. when Joe gets it out at 6 a.m. Um, uh, <laughs> on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook and you want to catch our uh, our podcast right when it comes out, you can check us on our page. Uh, and the episode will be right there, which is pretty neat. Um, little uh, little announcement: We are not doing a dad talks this week. I am in Chicago for work. Um, all week, uh, starting Tuesday through Friday. So. Uh, no dad talks, but, uh, we'll be back next. We'll be back next week with another big dad energy. So look for us there. So thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, uh, we really appreciate it. Every single one of you. And we, uh, would love that you keep spending your time with us. So for both of us, I'm Jerry Spansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember click your tongue twice before you use it. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.